In cities around the world, big metallic orbs are scanning people's eyeballs and handing out a new cryptocurrency as a reward. From New York to Tokyo, these scanning stations look like a scene out of a sci-fi movie, one where humans trade their personal biometric data for the right to participate in a new kind of modern economy. This is WorldCoin. What it's trying to do is have a validated identity for every person in the world to connect your identity to an address on the blockchain. For a long time, most people didn't know that Sam Altman, the man behind OpenAI and ChatGPT, had a crypto side project. That is, until it officially launched in July. The project has a lot of big name backers. In May, WorldCoin raised $115 million in a Series C funding round led by Blockchain Capital. Other members of its cap table include VCs like Andreessen Horowitz and Coinbase. WorldCoin, now valued at $3 billion, according to the information, promises to be a new decentralized form of identity. You know, it's an NFT that's attached to you. Well, one, what government's going to do it? Are we going to elect a centralized government authority? No, governments don't get along. And so what that means then is, okay, then are we going to have a private business do that? And that's the issue there is that we do have people that are founders of WorldCoin, that are business people. People have invested and the rest of the world says, hey, well, why are we picking this company to be our you know, intermediary? And so that's where the value decentralization is critical and security is critical. A user signs up through the app and they are then tasked with visiting a WorldCoin location in one of the more than 20 countries where the orbs are currently operational. Now, that in-person visit lasts a few minutes and is all about proving a person is a human and not a bot. Privacy is the word of the moment, right? And the, the, the objective, the driver behind the whole project is actually privacy or at least protection of data. Um, and what, what the, the founders of the project are saying is this is a way that we have found to move the conversation on how we secure access and how we ensure that, that people accessing their online personas and whatever form that takes um, are the real people and they're not AI, they're not bots. So you show up to prove that you're not a bot, but how do you prove you are who you say you are? Well, by providing WorldCoin a scan of your iris using a proprietary technology WorldCoin built called the Orb. The process of collecting certain biometric data to confirm identity is similar in spirit to the scans that Clear does at the airport or even the Apple Face ID. Now with WorldCoin, that iris scan allows you to get a digital decentralized passport known as a World ID. To protect individual identities, WorldCoin says that it uses a cryptography-based privacy-preserving technique known as zero-knowledge proofs to separate the biometric data from the identifier itself. But in a world where tech companies constantly lose track or exploit people's data, skeptics aren't so sure. Edward Snowden said on Twitter, don't use biometrics for anything, in response to Altman's post about WorldCoin in 2021, adding that the human body is not a ticket punch. This is where the controversy around WorldCoin lies. Having privacy, digital identity, and having it to yourself, self-sovereign, meaning like self-custody, is a big theme in all of the world, not just in um, Web3. I think some of the criticism surrounding this is related to how the token was sold and it was done overseas. WorldCoin says more than 2.2 million people have signed up so far, but the ambition is to ultimately span the entire globe while offering a couple other big perks along the way. Altman has already talked about using WLD, the platform's native crypto token, as a way to create and distribute a universal basic income. 
And then there's the utility of a digital identity where a world ID could hypothetically be used to sign in to all websites without having to forfeit identifying information in the process, like a name or email, or be traceable by government. In June, for example, Okta gave users the option of logging in with their world ID. Now, that, of course, assumes that the privacy tech involving zero-knowledge proofs is correctly used to actually shield the biometric data that was captured to create the ID in the first place. And then there's the WLD token itself. The white paper says a total of 10 billion tokens will be released onto the market over the next 15 years. But in practice, the biggest incentive appears to be the $60 worth of WLD coin that is handed out to people outside the U.S. who sign up for a world ID. That's also a big part of what's plagued the optics of the project. Muvia, who works in fraud prevention and customer security for crypto exchange Yellowcard, told me that he wasn't convinced when he read the WorldCoin white paper, so he steered clear of the project entirely. When I spoke to them, I was like, I asked them, okay, what does this do and what do you mean I'm going to get like uh, free world coins and I'm going to redeem them later? And I'm like, mm, that's kind of suspicious. So like I went away, I went into a restaurant for like three hours and I went through like the white paper. When I continued to read all of that, I was like, this is seeming a bit too dystopian for me. So far, the WorldCoin scanning stations remain operational in Uganda. Kenneth was recruited to be what he calls a runner, one of the frontline staffers who's the face of WorldCoin on the ground. My job was to, um, I was a runner first. A runner is that front desk person that approaches people. The first face that people see about, uh, about a project. Yeah, so we would stop people over in the shopping malls, at universities, in the walkways. You just stop someone, greet them and ask for a few minutes of their time. And then you, once they give you those few minutes, you explain the project to them. Kenneth added that he's paid a commission for everyone that he recruits. MIT Technology Review spoke to people who either worked for or on behalf of WorldCoin, had been scanned or were unsuccessfully recruited to participate in the project across six different countries. What they found? Wide gaps between WorldCoin's public messaging and what users experienced. In Sudan, for example, a former WorldCoin orb operator told the publication that instead of trying to, quote, explain the concept of digital currencies to people who don't even have an email address, they handed out AirPods as part of a contest giveaway. That initiative led to 20,000 signups. Governments around the world are taking note and taking action. Kenya's government has banned WorldCoin's tech altogether and raided their local offices in Nairobi, while France, Germany, and the UK have all announced inquiries into the business model, citing privacy concerns with highly sensitive user data like identity scans. We reached out to WorldCoin about the shutdown in Kenya, and a spokesperson said, quote, during the pause, the team will develop an onboarding program that encompasses more robust crowd control measures and work with local officials to increase understanding of the privacy measures and commitments WorldCoin implements, not just in Kenya, but everywhere.